0: Big turd. How about you just... Big turd Saturday. I have one of those every week. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You familiar with my game, Big Turd Saturdays? Big turd Saturdays. (laughs)
1: Hello and welcome to Drop the Ball. I'm going to enter this show like I do every single time. It's it's a staple at this point. You know, I got I I've, I've been saying hello, welcome to Drop the Ball for 3 years, which by the way, it's been 3 years that Drop the Ball has been on the airwaves. 3 That's crazy. Years. That's insane, dude. Look at that. It is now just me and
0: Jackson, not four people, but it's okay. Yeah, we got to take Oliver out of the bios. Yeah, you're right. He hasn't earned it. Get him a- <laughs> get him out of here
1: yeah he totally <laughs> didn't suffer through uh i guess that's not suffering it's hanging out with
0: us he should be thankful he should be thankful he through. should be
1: thankful to hang out with us and uh he hates us now so yeah probably okay well i feel like we got to just get into it we are about to open up the chief season we're about to open up the nfl season in kansas city it's going to be a rockin' time at Arrowhead. The Detroit Lions are coming in town, which I never thought in a million years that I'd be excited to play the Detroit Lions, but I am, so that is, is I mean, that's just I'm, crazy. Yeah,
0: I'm, here's the thing, man. Like, the Lions aren't, uh, there's question, a lot of questions for the Lions, for sure. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. However, mm. that being said, um, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy that for the first time in a while, I'm, like, a little nervous about them still. You know, like...
1: I mean it's the first year they've had a pretty good team in yeah, probably yeah. a decade. Defense. So. the defense
0: has stepped up pretty well with the com- some of the draft picks they've had the last few years and they've got Goff, who's like not insane, but like we've seen him take a team to the Super Bowl. You know he's,
1: he might be a Tom ten quarterback. Maybe. Yeah. He, I mean, just because the NFC quarterbacks are just not that great. There's not there's yeah, not, not really not a high anybody. Bar.
0: Like he could he's Pretty consistently, probably a top five NFC quarterback I would, after last season. I would say that that is totally the case. Yeah. And I mean, he's got some real young playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. If we end up missing Chris Jones tomorrow, which or for the first week, which it looks like we are, mm-hmm. um, I'd be a little concerned. You know, like they've got mm-hmm. they've got guys that can rush the ball, guys that can catch the ball pretty well, and if we don't get to the quarterback, then they're going to probably have a pretty easy time getting that ball up the field and Mm -hmm. I don't think that that ruins us at all regardless of what ends up happening with certain players which we'll talk about but like in a void I don't think that ruins us like our offense Mm -hmm. with or without certain people with the exception of only Patrick Mahomes is going to function you know so
1: yeah And a little bit more on the defensive side because I know we have some offensive news that some people not playing. But uh, on the defensive side, remember Charles Minniehew is not able to play either. He's not on the line. Chris Jones, unless a deal strikes in the final waning hours, which that would be the biggest money move of all time. Crazy, dude. Is just just wait till literally the day of. of. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm suiting up tonight, guys. I'll be there. (laughs) Just sign my five-year, hundred-million-dollar contract. I hope we don't pay him that much. I, bit, I mean that's more than that's less than what he'll inevitably is it? get is it? Yeah 5 years I mean Nick Bosa today just got uh 5 years 170 million dollars 155 yeah. million guaranteed but that's fine
0: because we know he's not Nick Bosa he knows he's not Nick Bosa different positions too
1: There and also that was a t- that's a tough thing to think about and I did not really want to necessarily get into this but with but with the Chris Th- with the Chris Jones thing do you are you able to compare Nick Bosa and be like, oh well, Nick Bosa just got this. Now we can do this because they are not. They don't play the same position. Do you th- is it comparable? Do you think?
0: I think that in terms of like being leaders of their individual lines, for sure. Is like,
1: Nick Bosa the leader of the of
0: the of the Niners defense? Because Fred Warner, I think, is the leader of that defense. I would. I mean, Fred Warner probably has the mic, but that's just because he's in the middle of the field. Yeah. Like yeah. I. I mean, like I. You could say the same thing about... Um, Nick Bolton? No, w- <laughs> the guy before him. What was his... Why am I forgetting his face? We I not forget his name. We called for him to be released every single season. Linebacker. You're talking about from the Niners? No, for the Chiefs. For before the Ch- Nick Bolton took over that spot. Oh, Hitch. Yeah. Anthony Hitchens? Yeah. You could say the same thing about Anthony Hitchens being the leader of our offense. For your defense? Yeah. Or defense, right? Like, I like genuinely, okay. like I think, you know, like... You think it's Fred, War- a, Fred Warner is, is a big part of that defense, mm-hmm. but between the two of them, which one makes a bigger impact if you take them off the field? That's up to you to say. I'm saying know. Nick Bosa, and I don't think it's, even, frankly, him even that close. Yeah. Um, that being said, I don't know if they're that comparable. I think um, they both bring different skill sets to the table in terms of what you were asking them to do. Um, and Nick Bosa... Plays a position that historically just gets paid more, anyways. Mm-hmm. Then, same with uh, not. Aaron, no, I know, and I was supposed to bring up Aaron Donald, but he's he's interior he, too. So. He's interior as well, um, but he
1: also may be the best defensive tackle the game has ever seen. Right. So that's yeah. So I mean, like,
0: I, I I get it. I get it, and I think that that is definitely something that like Chris Jones might try to bring up. Mm-hmm. But from what I know, or what I can gather about. Brett Veach and how he values players if Chris Jones tries to bring that up his first and only response will be you're not that kind of player I don't know first and foremost like you you do not play that position and I'm not going to pay you as like a defensive end because that's just matter of fact that's just not how the game works that's not how contracts work in the NFL that's like yeah that's like saying that like A running or like a wide receiver broke the market, and there was a running back who had like similar production Mm. just from a different position Mm -hmm. deserved that kind of money as well, you know. Like, maybe that running back could catch the ball like super well, you know, but like that running back's job is still inherently to run the ball, even if something else goes wrong, right? So,
1: I, I mean, I understand. I think what the biggest thing with Chris Jones is. I don't know if they're comparable, like we said, because they don't play the same position. But with Chris Jones, he the defense kind of, and we said this as well, but the defense kind of pumps through him. And the defense is designed to appeal to his strength. So, like, oh yeah, the sure. defense, the Kansas City Chiefs defense is very... Um, we're going to hold him as long enough for Chris Jones and that defensive line to get to the quarterback. We don't have amazing corners, and who knows, maybe Trent McDuffie makes that step forward, and LeJarius Sneed is really good too. I'm not saying that they're bad. But the defense is definitely designed that you go get the quarterback, we'll deal with everything back here. Force pressure and therefore mistakes. Yeah, and then then we're good enough to capitalize on those mistakes. And when you're able to do that, then – uh, and we're gonna sound rudimentary, like oh, that's how you play football. Yeah, duh. Right. But it's it's a it's a it's a it's a weird scenario because with Chris Jones, I feel like he totally deserves to be holding out to get the money that he deserves. Because yeah, I think that he deserves to have I to have a race. Cause this is what he was saying at the Ronald McDonald charities thing this morning. And, uh, yeah, nobody came and questioned him about the charity that he was there to do. Everybody was wondering about his contract. Well, I mean, and I think that would have, that's going to happen anyway. Right.
0: I don't think um, he can really be upset that that is happening.
1: I also, all of his comments were entirely, I want to be a chief forever. I've said from the beginning I want to be a chief. This is what I want to do. This is what I want. And like, sure. And he's like, yeah, I'm not stressed out about it. And maybe he's lying, and maybe he's trying to put it on a. He front. should be stressed out about it. But I don't know if this is necessarily Chris Jones anymore. Like at this point, I feel like this is the his agents, the Katz brothers. I feel like oh, yeah. they are trying to get as many people as possible, like as much money as possible. Because I was looking at these um, at these at the graphics earlier, and there was a. There's a graphic from oh I forget who it was on Twitter, but the Cats brothers biggest player is Chris Jones. And like By like a large by margin. a humongous margin. Their second best player is like it's like Emmanuel Mosley. It's like who? No yeah. 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 Like who is that? And so I think they're literally trying to just secure a bag for them. And at that point, it's like <laughs> are you in the are you doing well, what's what's right, best for the interest right. of your client
0: I do here's the thing I do wonder how much Chris Jones is actually in contact like himself Yeah um that being said know, regardless yeah. he has final say right like he's hired these agents but like these agents aren't like they should be It's not a conservatorship, yeah. you know. They should like they are the Yeah. Right. They should be giving him the offers that the Chiefs
1: give, even if they think that it's too even that if they think it's not good. Right.
0: Enough. Now, God forbid this is like a Freddie Freeman situation and yeah. like his management just like isn't giving him the offers. Yeah, exactly. That are like being, you know I hope that's not the case. Yeah, his representation's not right. Good. But I mean that being said, I I struggle to fully put this on anybody but Chris Jones. Um at least a little bit on him, right? Because like, into this end of the day, mm-hmm. odds are he's not playing at least one game this season. Yeah. And if he can't play one, he can't play four. So I, at least, that's my interpretation. It could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. They could just add him. Maybe they can add him. I
1: would. List, but this is what I. That's what I was saying last week. Is I, or a couple weeks ago was that he has to be placed on the list or maybe it was just to you. He has, if he's placed on the reserve list, he has to not play for the first four games, which I looked back on. He was actually just placed on a reserve did not report list, which means he can be taken off that list at any time and put into the, okay.
0: So, but point being, and, and you know, if he, if he doesn't play against the lions on Thursday, you know, like I get it. The money's worth it for you. Right. Yeah. That being said, if you want to be a chief forever, you value the organization, your heart's on the field, heart's in the game, play it. Take $4 million less. Yeah. Like play the, play the damn game, play on the field. Your heart, you're, you're there for the franchise, right? Not when they have a game. God forbid we lose that game. And one of the big issues is our line couldn't get to Jared Goff. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, and
1: that's a possibility. I mean, and, that and, offensive and I'm, line and I'm obviously not going to place that good. all that blame on him
0: if that is what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, because there's, Three, uh, three, four, five other dudes that were going to be starting anyways mm-hmm. that could have stepped up and filled that role, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, if he doesn't play Thursday, I do struggle to not put some of the blame on him still, right? Yeah. Like, I I think it is very possible that we should point the finger towards the agents, and that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, the Cast brothers may be just absolutely pulling one over on Chris Jones, and... Therefore, you know, screwing over the whole organization. Yeah. Uh, and if that comes out, then God forbid there that's needs to be some good. sort of tampering investigation or something on the on the agents themselves. Yeah, exactly. But,
1: um, I think that's really all we have to say about the Christian. Oh thing, yeah, yeah. There's really nothing I mean, else. I mean, I did want to mention say. that
0: I am excited at the possibility of young guys showing out and kind of stepping up. One hundred percent. I don't know. Different. We've talked about different positions, but you know, mm-hmm. the interior being a little bit depleted. Might mean that we get some of the edge guys stepping up and, and making some some big waves. There's a K State guy on that on that edge spot FAU, that maybe yeah. that maybe won't start. But you know, if the edges have to put in more effort to put that pressure on, maybe they'll get tired and Felix gets some chances at sacking a quarterback, right? But um we've seen some dominant performances from Tereshawn um Ward who, you know, who who genuinely probably will get that starting spot for Thursday. Mm -hmm. If Chris Jones is out. um. Yeah. And I mean, they
1: just acquired, they just acquired uh, somebody from the Raiders, Neil, Neil, Neil Farrell Jr. Neil Farrell Jr. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, He, he played at LSU before, um, but they acquired him via trade. And I mean, that's, I don't that's not writing on the wall because that makes it seem like Chris Jones is going to leave but that is that is them being like okay well we gotta be prepared we gotta be ready we have to be ready for this so I mean the Chiefs are doing what they can and what they can do for the moment in time and so you have to respect them for that and at the at the front of it all you have Patrick Mahomes and I think and I think with him with a really good offensive line is able to make up for a lot of different things i think that the young secondary is going to do very well for the for the chiefs this year oh yeah i think that they did great for them last year exactly and i think that it's going to be a big step up i mean that big fab five thing that they're trying to they're trying to push for that secondary is uh it's very good and that that secondary is really young you take out uh you take out Legarius sneed the rest of them are first or second year players and they acquired some Darius Rush from the Colts. fourth uh, Some fourth-round pick that the Colts were like, yeah, we just don't want him anymore. Fine by and me. the Chiefs were like, uh, sure. Uh, that sounds like a dumpster fire of, a, of an organization right now. So if they want to give away high upside guys, go ahead. We'll take them. I mean, that's that's how the Chiefs have, and Andy oh, yeah. Reid has been capitalizing on other teams' mistakes for a very long time. So, I mean, I feel like that's all I have to say about about that specifically. One thing that we do need to bring up is Travis Kelsey and yeah. how Travis Kelsey has a bone bruise because he hyperextended his knee at practice. Of course, 2 days before the Chiefs home opener. This was Tuesday during practice and I'm going to front this question to you, Jackson. Is it uh, and I may or may not be stealing this question, but is it a bigger story that the is it a bigger story that the Chiefs win on on Thursday night with not a lot of help for Patrick Mahomes or is it a bigger story that the Lions beat the Chiefs like what's the bit what's the bigger story there because if you look on one hand of the if you look on one side of the spectrum if Mahomes is able to throw for 330 and four tuds and do nothing and he's got no he's throwing a Noah Gray and Justin Ross and Amir, or no, sorry, he's not on the team anymore. Richie James and KT and and uh, a little bit of action and Pacheco che- keeps running it down their throat. I mean, if that's what happens,
0: that's that's got to scare the hell out of everybody else. I think really like what it comes down to is it's definitely a bigger story still if the Lions, if Lions beat win. the Chiefs. Yeah, um, partially just because they're the defending, they're, they are the defending champions. And even if Travis Kelsey can't play and Chris Jones doesn't start, we're still bringing back like all but three or four of our starters from that Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I mean, the only wide receiver we lost was was, um, Juju, and Kadarius will be back for that first game, which helps immensely. That makes me significantly less scared if Travis can't play. Uh, And on the defensive side, the only big differences would be Chris Jones and Chris Jones Frank Clark and um, Juan Thornhill to my knowledge so I mean yeah. realistically with Andy Reid still at the helm and Patrick Mahomes throwing the football you'd think that you know there's still a really solid chance that they win this game mm-hmm. um, whether it's a game plan thing or a talent thing or just a gutsy you know football game right yeah uh, what I do think it does do uh, which is still just as important maybe as big of a headline maybe not bigger, but as big of a headline is like you said, like if the chiefs win this, God forbid by a lot, not Travis Kelsey, you know, without Travis, Kelsey, without Chris Jones, without Chris Jones. And there is not only a strong chance, but a hundred percent possibility that you get both or at least one of them back by, you know, week two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what does that mean for this chiefs team? You know, like if we come mm-hmm. into this game and off the rip, you know, Richie, Richie James or, um Rishi Rishi, Rishi Rice you know or Sky Moore even yeah you know just has like a crazy ass game you know what does it mean for us if if Tershawn Ward shows up and has three sacks or like FAU and Mike yeah 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 Wharton Wharton not Ward um what does it mean if you know Felix and Udike Uzuma and um Uzama sorry and I was just gonna say um hey yo you've been watching him for five years I'm trying to talk fast um and, like, Mike Dana and George Karloftis all come away with, like, you know, four combined sacks on the edge, yeah. right, from the edge position. You know, like, like what is that? I think that is definitely something that will be a big talking point, especially after the last few seasons of, like, Patrick Mahomes has always had weapons. He's always had a great team around him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing, too, is – I mean, this kind of adds on to what you
1: were saying, but th- we've been saying for a long time that the Chiefs just have a lot of depth. And if yeah. that depth becomes quality depth, I mean, that that just – that just kind of writes in stone it's like uh you're going to have to do something to get past the chiefs this year you're going to have to defy the laws of god to get past the chiefs and knock on wood like we have no idea what's going to happen yeah that with is the not chiefs. a prediction we are talking about yeah. this
0: like this it is not a prediction it's purely just you know what but does that mean
1: also you you've seen mahomes and in my opinion he Fucking go scorched Earth sure whenever I'm, he yeah. feels like he's being disrespected or he's being something like I this. Feel like he needs to step up. Like, LeVon comes out, and you don't want to be around when LeVon comes
0: out. I genuinely, I, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I know he's played games without both of those guys before. Um, I don't know if he's ever played without both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played without them individually, that is. Let me rephrase. Um, yeah. It, again, like I said, I am really interested to see what happens if it does come down to no Kelsey because um, at the very worst, we lose, and it is the first look we have at a very young receiving core that is going to be with us for the next four or five years. Yeah. And at the very least, it would suck to start the season off on a loss, but that mm. far removes us from winning a, another Super Bowl. Yeah. Both times we've won. Sorry, in the Patrick Mahomes era, we, I'm pretty sure, at one point had like four losses in the first ten games. Yeah. You know, or three losses in the first, you know, six games, seven games. Like we've we've sat at five hundred like a third or a quarter of the way through the season both times that we won the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. like it it far from from removes us from, you know, going making a run, right? Yeah. It certainly would suck, you know, and everybody would talk about Super Bowl hangover, or the Chiefs are cooked, it's not a dynasty, you know, like yeah. as they're going to. They gotta talk about something. Um. But yeah, it, it'll be an interesting game, and I, I hope that Travis Kelsey can play. I hope he's okay. I hope that. Mm-hmm. I. I mean, it'd be fantastic if you know I wake up tomorrow to get ready to go to work at the stadium, and I got a notification that says Chris Jones is suiting up, and we're good. Maybe maybe I'm the one that can break it. Maybe I'm in the in the tunnel, waiting to maybe. do my job, and I see Chris Jones run through with his pass we'll on, and I tweet it out real Take quick. Take a picture and, of it. Yeah, done. I'd get fired. Get I'd fired as well, fired yeah. so fast. If I took a picture, if I just tweeted it, I wouldn't be able to. Like, track it to me probably but yeah Quick aside jackson got a super bowl ring so uh, yeah i'm wearing it for this episode Mm -hmm. i'm holding the mic with it right now it's crazy can you guys hear how awesome it is (laughs) be quiet real quick I heard something. I yeah, heard something he was, there. He was talking. It was wild. He was talking.
1: Anyway, uh, just just real quick, I think the I think the X factor in this game is Isaiah Pacheco. If Isaiah Pacheco oh, yeah. can get this shit rolling, then Mahomes will just absolutely nickel and dime this young defense that doesn't know what's coming. Well, I think I think we could even just open
0: it up to the rush to the to, to, to the running backs because yeah. Jarek McKinnon can also serve as that receiving threat that could help fill that Tarvis size Kelsey size gap. And you if know? you got y- y'all can
1: shit on Clyde as much as you want. And yeah, he is not he has not exceeded expectations and met the expectations that were set right, for him right but Clyde out of the backfield Pat loves throwing to him. oh yeah so yeah. like I would not be surprised if Clyde had a touchdown or maybe two he's in this game.
0: he's put up numbers that if he was a fourth round running back nobody would bat an eye yeah. it's just that he was a first round back he's been productive he's had some big games mm-hmm. he's had a couple games of like over 150 combined yards and like a couple touchdowns like yeah. he's done that before um I don't know if this is gonna be one of those games but the Lions low-key are a team that have Clyde big game written all over it. Yeah. We'll and, see. And, 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 <laughs> it, gut feeling. Gut feeling. Yeah. I'm getting. I'm getting Texans versus Clyde edwards Alaire right now. Well, Vibes. yeah.
1: We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um. Last little stat to bring up about about Pat, and then we'll get into poll predictions. Which is, Pat is never lost on the first week of the season, and
0: has never thrown an interception. That's the fucked up. I'm the on this Why would you say that out loud? Never that's has. like when last year, but it was like Patrick Mahomes has never lost to the month of December, and then he immediately fucking lost in the month of December. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was when he was not able to to win against the Bengals yet. That's still. That's, that's still.
0: Up. Oh, it's fine. Sorry. I mean, we're, we're well, gonna lose tomorrow. I mean, now he he's ball.
1: having he has crazy opening days. So I mean, Andy Reid's got got all of these plays dialed up. He's got the first fifteen already. Nice and oh, he definitely, laid out. he's definitely getting he into knows. the yeah, first man. drive. Yeah. No quest. Oh yeah, he's got the first fifteen. He's, he's got that's... like
0: six different goal line plays already lined up. Yeah, who cares? Drive.
1: Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll pull out maybe uh, maybe corn dog again just to just for shits. Just you know? for shits. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Okay, uh, let's get into bowl predictions for this uh, for this game against the. The Detroit Lions. Uh, Jackson and I were talking about it, and we were kind of running out of time, so we're gonna do all of our predictions and stuff for next week for, uh, for the season. how we think the divisions are gonna go, breakout players in the NFL, breakout players for the Chiefs. Um, so we'll hit that up after we see a week. We'll we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure we'll all be so right when at the end of the season we'll look back and be like, wow, we were so right at all everything that we said. Of course, but um. Do you have a bull prediction
0: or should I start? I got I got one I could probably say. But oh. you can go for it. Oh, yeah. You go first. I I'm not want to take yours, so. Um Honestly, it's tough because like we've talked about, it's a brand new team. Like there's a lot of new faces. The receiving court, yeah. even even though we're returning guys, still has a lot of guys that we don't know exactly what their potential yeah. is. Um, yeah, I could see Justin Ross getting like three catches and then and then they're like, Oh, screw it. Let's just keep throwing it to him.
1: No, yeah. And I, that yeah. could go crazy. I genuinely yeah.
0: think there's gonna be How bold do I want to go? Matthew, tell know. me do I want to you go bold bold or, or just kind of bold? You do what you want. I no, want to no, no. bold bold or anything. just kind of bold.
1: Uh, I think you go bold cuz that's that's Not bold what's bold up. or just I think you go bold bold. Okay.
0: 3 Chiefs are going
1: to have their first NFL touchdown tomorrow. 3 Chiefs will have their first NFL touchdown.
0: Yeah. That's that's actually Damn, that's actually pretty good. I like that one. I was going to go 2. I was going to go 2, but I think I'm going to go 3. There's enough dudes. Um I Noah Gray's already had his, so that kind of hinders my my guess right my t- my bold take but uh uh-huh. um with justin ross making that lineup richie james making that lineup mm-hmm. um i don't think he's had richie you know, james yeah 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 he's he's got some stuff
1: for the for the Vi- for the vikings the giants
0: but has he gotten a touchdown
1: though yeah and he's played for the he played oh, for the God, uh damn. yeah that that now for the niners that now. narrows
0: me down a lot i'm still going with three um there's enough there's enough new faces uh would that be – I mean, maybe a pick six for somebody. Maybe we'll, yeah, maybe we'll throw defense in there too just to keep it a but little bit But you said for
1: three Chiefs will have their first NFL touchdown, so that's, yeah. that's we'll, different.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll keep it vague enough that I can maybe still work it. But there's enough new faces, and I'm looking forward to seeing them producing this offense, and yeah. especially if Travis Kelsey isn't there, they're going to have to lean on some new guys to really make yeah, exactly. that happen. So.
1: Yeah, okay. I like that. Um, mine – you might not like mine, but it is definitely bold. I think they're going to – I think that they're going to have uh, – over 150 rushing yards in this game. I think Isaiah Pacheco might go off. Fuck yeah. Um, I think that right when we're like, oh, uh, I think that the Chiefs are going (coughs) to... I almost died there. (coughs) (coughs) Okay. Anyway, right when we think the Chiefs are just going to throw it all over the field and throw it all, all over everybody, I think that 150 rushing yards. And uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco will have 100-plus tomorrow. Uh, I feel very confident in that. So, I I don't know. Maybe that's not bold enough. Maybe I need to be... Uh, maybe I need to be uh, more... More, uh, more bold in my assessment. My assessment. But... I think 150 rushing yards is pretty bold. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Andy Reid'll have them all dialed up. So we can't wait. I can't wait to keep, to get it rolling. I can't wait to uh to start the season. I'm ready for football to be back. Uh is there any any matchups over the weekend uh in over in the rest of the NFL that you uh you have a, oh, have your eye
0: on? Um Jets Bills 9-11 game. Yeah. For a couple of reasons, one, it's the New York matchup on 9 11. That's so fucked. I can't no, believe they actually. Uh, yeah, on that. that's insane. It's crazy. Um, also, they're just two teams. I mean, like, I really want to see. I genuinely could see the Jets making a run and winning that conference, uh, or that division. Yeah. Uh, but as of right now, the Bills are the team to beat. So it'll be really interesting to see, mm-hmm. um, what that looks like. Uh, just kind of scanning through them real quick. I'd probably go out of my way to watch um, Chargers, the Chargers and Dolphins. Chargers-Dolphins yeah. is really
1: what I'm looking at because I think that one's going to be really, really interesting. I think I can't believe that they, that one didn't get a primetime spot. Like I think that's a very, very, very intriguing That's matchup. a really
0: interesting one. And for my own selfish reasons, probably um, Green Bay and Chicago. Uh, hey man, yeah, that's I know a cute a, girl who's a Green Bay fan. Oh, uh, Okay, so that's part of it. But uh, also, I'm really interested. How's to see she what, feeling about uh, Aaron being? being she gone. hates Aaron Rodgers, so there's uh, that. Oh, good. And she Perf. is actually in one of my fantasy leagues. God forbid she listens to this because she would know it's her. Um, who and and her like team name is something about like Jordan. I love Jordan Love or something like that. Okay. Um, she's got she's got faith. Okay. Yeah, she's good. in she's into it. So. uh I'll probably, I'll probably want to watch a little bit of that game if I can, uh, partially partially also, because I want to see what Justin Fields can do with an actual kind of like offense surrounding him. He's got a little bit of, he's got a little momentum there with the, with the ride right receiver core, um, and the tight end situation up there. So yeah, we'll see what he can do with an with the second year of a new head coach.
1: Okay. Um, we will, uh, we'll keep it moving. We will, uh, we're going to talk about the Royals real quick. I think that's a that's a pretty good seg that's a pretty good uh, pretty big segment on the Chiefs. That's the airhead chop talk. We're going to move over to the coffin corner. That's both with the K, by the way. And uh, we are most definitely very excited for not a lot of Royals on this team, but uh, there's two in particular. And we were talking about a lot of power profiles and everything like that. Yo, I think we got to start thinking about Nelson Velasquez as being a part of this team. Like the way that he's been hitting, he's got nine nine bombs and nineteen hits with the, the, the with the Royals.
0: He, does he have only nine? I thought he maybe had one more with the Royals.
1: No, nine was is how many he got today. Oh, okay. uh okay. Th- this was tonight They're, in a losing effort. The Royals won the series against the
0: White Sox. By the way, the White Sox are terrible. They suck. They might actually terrible. be a worse team than the Royals this year. Bad. They're bad. Um, well, like it, genuinely, like a record might not prove it, but I genuinely think the White Sox might be worse than the Royals. They are so bad. They're terrible. Just like slightly better pitching that they've since traded away. So, but,
1: but they traded, yeah, but they've traded everybody away, and now what's left is it's it's pretty terrible. It's pretty piss poor. Yeah, yeah, it's uh pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, and after
0: all that talk of the White Sox being restarting, restarting their or starting their rebuild at the same time as the Royals and getting in the playoff contention and not making it out of the divisional, um, we're now both. Yeah at square one. So, fuck it. Yeah. I think, uh but we were talking about Nelson Velasquez
1: and I, there's something with this dude and I don't really know what it is because I didn't really find it on the radar. I did like I didn't know who he was before he came here. I yeah, knew, I, before we, yeah, I I, right when I saw the grand, like I saw the grand slam that he hit against the Mariners for the Cubs and I was like, okay, I remember that happening but I didn't realize it was him. I didn't realize who it was and now that he's traded over here and he's getting a chance to play every day, he's really doing well. Oh, and yeah. he's good enough in the outfield. He's he, better than Edward Oliveras. So. He can
0: play league average defense in the outfield. Yeah. If you put him in left field, he actually maybe it would have a shot at a gold glove. If you put him in right field, he is at least not going to hurt you defensively. Yeah. yeah. Which compared to Edward Olivares, oh, love it. Yeah. It's great. I, j- quick aside on Edward Oliveras.
1: He's shown a little bit of uh, I mean he's come back and he's been crazy. He always does this when he comes back. I away. know he always comes does <laughs> He comes this when back. He, comes he back. plays his first game as a like five home run. Do you think do you think that this is a possibility though that a team might want him in the offseason and I, they yeah. can get him out of get him out of the out of the way? He's still got three more years of club control. Yo, I, so. I,
0: I genuinely think he's a viable DH um candidate. The only issue is that on the Royals, that's like the one spot that we have like two or three dudes that can absolutely hit better than him. Yeah. To play that spot. You know, like Salvador Perez, as of right now, Salvador Perez, MJ Melendez, Vinny Pasquantino, and even like Velasquez probably in some isolated situations um, are all like DH candidates that as of right now can show that they have shown that they can consistently hit mm-hmm. better than him from that spot. So it's like, do I want to have to trade him? No. I like, I like the idea of him being a worthwhile member of this team. But that being said, he hasn't had a great offensive season this year, uh and he is god awful dog shit at defense. Yeah. So I just hope somebody finds something in him. I, I mean, I love that in. I love that guy. I mean, I, I, I yeah. I've been we've
1: been big components of him in the past. Oh yeah. But his time's kind of done here. I oh, got yeah, for, I, sure, uh, for sure for sure. And like you could definitely make the point like if you can't make it on the Royals, where else are you getting? But I think I think some team will find him and Look find the raw O'Hare. power and do something about it. Idol and Gabe Spire.
0: yeah. Two I mean, recent ones who uh, are basically went to new teams and immediately became yeah very solid role players for contenders. One hundred percent. Jorge Soler, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who just got injured? RIP. He's not dead, but he can't yeah. play for a while. Probably most of the season, if not at yeah, the whole season. I, I
1: think uh, yeah. It just it's something that happens. The Royals. Royals, Royals do this thing where they develop stuff well enough for other teams to be interested and then other teams reap the benefits so then they great. polish it off and <laughs> yeah, it's awesome yeah, it's, awesome. I love it's it. the best I love it um, but uh, one more guy I want to talk about is some dude that I've we've both been really high on is Nick Lofton has come up and just been an absolute force yeah. Yep. and way more than i thought i thought he was he was going to struggle a little bit but you seriously and we like michael massey but you seriously have to think about him and michael massey kind of going to
0: war for that second baseball I mean, in in the spring he frankly he projects a little bit better offensively than michael massey and like that's not even like that's not even like because we've seen a 400 batting average in 15 at bats you know like you know he's He's came up and sw- he swung the bat very well. Michael Massey did the same thing when he first came up, so there's that, you know. Um, but, I mean, he's he's shown a little bit of pop. He's got a couple doubles, three ribbies. Um, yeah. And uh, he at second base, anyways, he could probably play pretty similar defense to Michael Massey. Um, for what he maybe wouldn't have in range that Michael Massey has, he could make up for an arm. Yeah. Uh, and in a position like second base, it doesn't take – it doesn't take otherworldly athleticism to win a gold glove. So I mean, I think that really what it comes down to is there's certainly going to be a battle between those two. At the very worst, one of the loser is going to stay on the big league roster and be a utility man. Um, one of the one of the very under the radar uh, strengths of this Royals team, though, just might be the fact that we're going to have three or four guys that are going to rotate into different positions to give other guys rest and they're not going to be that big of a drop-off and that might not see the tampa bay rays right that might not see that might not seem like a big a big strength when you think about it but i mean like if you have if you have what four guys that can all play 60 games and give you a 250 batting average and maybe five home runs each in those 60 games it's kind of like what can you do right like like the. God forbid someone gets hurt and you have a dude that can still throw up a 700 OPS, right? Like I don't know. Um we'll have to see how it pans out, see who wins certain battles and and see where 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 we go and who progresses when. Mm-hmm. Uh if I had to give you a starting lineup for next year, talking about both guys, bringing it full circle, I genuinely think that you got Vinny at first, Lofton at second, um Bobby at short and Michael at third. Mm-hmm. Personally, personally i think that i'd like to see michael and lofton switched um but uh i think that because of how many starts he has over there the royals are going to be a little more keen on having michael start and then maybe they'll they'll start at third and then maybe they'll kind of like slowly switch them over uh and then your outfield is going to be uh mj and left um MJ and left, Velasquez in right, and Waters in center. That's your starting lineup next year. Yeah, here. you got – I mean, you, um,
1: you got those people to – and you can – like you said, you can platoon them in and out, and yeah. who knows what the future holds for MJ or Prado or right. anything like that. So, I mean, we'll just seriously have to say – we'll just seriously have to see uh, – uh, we'll seriously have to see what, what happens from there. I mean, we're not even touching the pitching. I mean, they, they shut down Daniel Lynch. That's honestly, That's this is this fine. is seriously like a crumple up the paper, throw it away. I mean, say, for, yeah, this is, a season,
0: this is a season that I'm genuinely going to try to just not remember for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um. For the exception of certain, you know, high points like Bobby breaking out and maybe yeah. a couple of players that we traded for that are going to end up being future, mm-hmm. future, you know, you know, cornerstones. cornerstones yeah. yeah. For this, for a competitive team. Um But I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I'm going to try my hardest to forget that Bubich was looking like the mm-hmm. best pitcher in this rotation by far before he got, he had to get Tore TJ and, yeah. and Lynch had three or four quality decent-ish starts yeah. he, um, he actually before did. he, yeah. before he got shut back down. And there's,
1: there is one thing, <laughs> yeah. there is one thing we can say about this year that, was 100% a success so far, knock on wood, was uh, signing a role as Chapman because oh, yeah. you were able to get a lot out of him in the bullpen and then you traded him away for Cole Reagan's, who, by the way, just won American League Pitcher of the Month for August. For August. He's got a ERA right around 3. Yeah, and then probably we'll get it below if he keeps at this rate. And then he decided uh right in his first start of September, he was like, no, nah, I'll just one hit through six innings, no biggie. 7 Ks, no, no, don't be doing." Yeah, he, that is one thing is if if there's and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say we need to correct Cole Reagans to keep doing what you're doing is that I was like, he strikes out a lot of people just because of his pitch mix. We've been talking about this yeah, forever. Right? Is like his pitch mix is his pitch mix is it's just hard to understand or guess what's coming. So, which is great. But he does strike out a lot of people, which means his pitch count goes up. Well, and so yeah. he just doesn't really go deep, deep into yeah. ball games. He has gone like
0: seven innings before, which yeah. is honestly all you got to ask for. Well, him. and sure. that, that goes back to something that I've mentioned with him before uh-huh. is like when he's missing, maybe missing not so far outside. Yeah. You know, you can strike, you could maybe even strike out some guys who are just bad hitters quicker. Mm. Um, you could also force some bad contact on those pitches if they are just not great pitches and they still manage to maybe get a bat on it. Right. Yeah. Like, um, I don't think it's going to save him 20 pitches in an outing, but reeling in some of those purposeful misses, uh, instead of being, you know, three or four feet, like they look, sometimes they look, um, out of the zone to like one or two feet out of the zone, uh, could genuinely probably get him an extra inning. You know, that could, that could save him a solid five to 10 pitches, which gives him an extra inning depending on the game. So, um, that's where I think that lays. Uh, also, yeah, like trusting his defense and, and sometimes pitching to contact on purpose. Uh, yeah. But as of right now, I'm not telling him to change a goddamn thing. Yeah. At least not the rest of the season. Dude genuinely has an outside shot at breaking 100 strikeouts and he didn't pitch a start until after the All-Star break.
1: Yeah. Which would yeah. be
0: just insane. That'd be crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, that's kind of what we got so far. And we'll, we'll fill you in on the... We'll fill you in in the in those little blanks next week, whether that be for uh, all kinds of chief stuffs. But there wasn't really a lot of Royals things going on this week, and uh, except for them losing a lot of games, so they did win a couple though. So good for Ooh, them. Maybe like three, five.
0: They, they, that's
1: crazy though. That they either score twelve runs and win, or they get beat out by baseball. Because they're freaking...
0: Because our bullpen sucks. Yeah. The bullpen's got awful, even though the rotation's actually kind of looking decent. Yeah. Big, big moral of the story for me. You, you, you kind of gave yours about this Chapman. Yeah. Like, we went into the season knowing that they weren't going to be great, and we knew that they were going to be looking at what needs to be, what hole needs to be filled. Uh, pay, pr- f- uh, phrasing, my bad. What hole needs to be filled? Yeah. Um, going into next season, and I think that they know that. I think that they absolutely know that the big needs are probably another starting outfielder and or a guy that could be a starting outfielder sooner rather than later and two starting pitchers aside from the obvious bullpen issues that yeah, you're going to have turnover in anyways in the off season. Um, but yeah, they, they now know, I think it's deadly obvious. Everybody, everybody else knows we'll see where it leads. Yeah. See if they learn from learn the lessons that they were trying to teach themselves from this season.
1: Yeah. Um, Cool. I think uh, I think we can move on to America's favorite segment. Drop the ball, uh, to which I probably can go first if I will just freaking find the thing. Yeah. That I oh, was yeah. going and to. And everybody, use. everybody
0: can see your phone right now, so they know exactly what it is. Yeah, I know for sure. They're but watching I, this process. But I, I, got it. I got it right now. It's okay. Yeah, well, yeah. we're just
1: gonna go to. It's not necessarily sports related. It's a. Uh, it's in the video game world. PlayStation UK on Twitter. or, sorry, X. Uh, Twitter X. Is saying, uh, "Treat yourself to 19 inches of Venom. What? Treat yourself to 19 inches of Venom and more with the Marvel Spider-Man 2 Collector's
0: Edition." Okay, mm-hmm. thank God
1: I finished that.
0: Thank God you finished. Yeah, I mean, treating myself venom to 19. Yeah, <laughs> You're treating yourself to 19 inches of them. <laughs> okay, how does that get past? That's crazy. How yeah. does that get past? It's you not gotta, even
1: like it's not even like uh, they did. It, they had to have done that on purpose because it's a 19-inch Collector's Edition statue, and they like treat yourself to 19 inches of Venom. I, what? Think, I think that's the biggest what?
0: issue is like the fact that it's combined with a physical like a physical object like it's not like it's not like you know this was like some like video game thing where like a character was like that tall or something like that like those those motherfuckers were like this is a tangible object that you can actually do just god awful disgusting vile things with. And you're gonna treat yourself to all nineteen inches of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you that's know, crazy. I mean, Venom. Ven- I've been always thinking of Venom's nineteen inches since uh, no. Spider-Man Three. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Eddie Brock's nineteen well. incher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well,
0: Topher. Topher Grace. Is, that's disgusting. You're <laughs> you <are> vile. <laughs> you put down Mad <laughs> Dogs. <laughs> um, that's crazy that, that there. I mean, there had to have been at least third like three or four filters for that to run through, whether human or or not. You know,
1: yeah, I, I yeah, I, and that had to still have gone through, through way too many people. I just don't, yeah, I don't, I just don't understand. I don't understand how that happens. And, uh, yeah, that's, it makes sense
0: though. That's mine. Starts. I mean,
1: I mean, second, second, second is, uh, Big Ten Saturday when, uh, they decide to just say Big Turd on everything. Big Turd. <laughs> Big How about you Saturday. just... Yeah, big
0: turd Saturday. I have one of those every week. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you familiar with my game, you Big Turd me? Saturdays? Big turd Saturdays.
1: Okay. I'll I'll, uh, I'll pass it um, on you. Here.
0: You know, I'll stay with college football, and this is a little bit lame. It's not as fun or whatever. Um, and actually, I'm kind of happy about it, but man, the AP voters. The AP voters have no grip whatsoever on what college football is this year. And maybe maybe the teams are the ones shit in the bed. Maybe it's... Maybe it's the voters. I don't know. But 17 ranked TCU. Why were they ranked with three returning starters? Because they went to the CFP, I guess. But, like, none of those guys are back. Yeah. Um, uh, no, an eighth ranked Clemson who did jack shit last year, um, against a not so great conference, got beat, um, yeah, I, 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 don't know. Those are the two big ones, but like, what are we doing, guys? Yeah, like, like Duke beat that Clemson team, so Clemson now is zero and one, winless on the season. Duke is one and zero, undefeated on the season, and Duke is ranked lower than Clemson in the AP. Duke Bowl. was unranked before, though. Still, I don't care. I don't know. Personally, I know this is insane and crazy, but I don't, I don't believe in. In after the first week of the season, I don't believe in using any sort of resume to build the rankings. Yeah. Therefore, if a team loses, they are out. It's that simple. If you are winless after one week, you're out of the top 25. Now, if you have a great win the next week, you absolutely should be back in. But like, it, it, Clemson absolutely has no business being ranked, let alone ranked ahead of a Duke team that beat them. Uh, at this point in the season. So, you know, AP voters, they've always been questionable, right? That's always been kind of the shtick, right? Is that they're dumb and, and fans know more because we're fans and we obviously always know more. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. And I'm sure we'll see more of it this season and I'll keep you guys updated on what I, what I find. Yeah, but until K State's number one in the country, I don't (laughs) trust any of it. Yeah, I know. Until the cats are uh, right on top of everything, and I've never seen Detroit State ranked. Yeah, that's just bullshit. Yeah, I know. That's fucked beyond belief. Somebody, somebody's got to get. Somebody's got to call somebody. If that that. doesn't happen, ASAP, I will go ape shit in this studio, man. In this live studio, y'all don't want to see that. You guys do not want to see it. I'll get in trouble. People are sleeping. Yeah, you know, it's okay.
1: Well, this is a, this been Drop the Ball this week, and my God, here we go. The NFL season has started. We're excited. We're ready to be back. Super Bowl champion winning Drop the Ball Yeah, is ready to be back. Yeah, you're right. This is a Super Bowl winning show. You're right. This is a Super Bowl winning show,
0: and with we, a Super Bowl <laughs> winning mentality. Super winning I mean. mentality, and if we win again, you better bet that we will have media credentials to be there for it. Yeah. That's our goal this season. Mm. We're going to become an official Chiefs podcast this year. Absolutely. Dude, you think that be that would be wild? Could you imagine? We got like another in months. though.
1: One of our one of our friends is is uh is on the field now, so yeah, we we'll got a, we got a chance. Fingers we'll crossed. See. We'll see. Okay, well, this has been our expedited version of drop the ball this week. Uh, thank you for listening. And until next time,
0: don't drop the ball.